Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, welcome to the season two finale of Ask Us Anything, where popular science answers your most outlandish, mind-burning questions, from what the universe is made of to why not everyone can touch their toes. I'm your host, Clara Maldarelli. And I'm producer Jess Bodie. Okay, so for the season finale, we finally made it. Yay! Uh, We are taking a deep dive into a very fun topic about food. So Mm -hmm. the question is, did food taste better 50 years ago? Yeah, this is a super fun one, especially to wrap up season two. Definitely. And don't worry, listeners, we'll be back with season three very soon And in the meantime, you can enjoy the latest season of our sister podcast, The Weirdest Thing I Learned This Week, which returns October 27th um, with yours truly as one of the co-hosts. Yeah, and it's going to be a Halloween episode. Yes. It's going to be so much fun cooking up some some spooky weirdness for sure oh, oh. <laughs> yeah i just came up with that on the whim here all right so back to food yeah off the bat this question is fairly hard to answer for one we can't go back in time and pluck a strawberry from a 1960s grocery store and compare it to one found in a supermarket today Even if we could do that, it's unlikely that everyone would agree that today's strawberries are less flavorful than a fresh berry from decades ago. I'll explain after the break, of course. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so did food used to be more delicious? Are we missing out on good times past? I love this question. Right? Same. Yeah. So this query came up during a brainstorm session with the pop size staff. And it's one of those things that kind of just gets tossed around all the time. Like, oh, food, it just doesn't taste as good as it used to. Or produce, mm-hmm. that apple is, is not not like it used to be. Right. Um, so first, how do we decide what something actually tastes like? So taste is in some ways pretty objective. There are currently five recognized kinds of taste, sweet, sour, salty, bitter, and umami. 
When we eat food, various receptors, otherwise known as taste buds, react to those tastes and send a signal to the brain telling us what's going on. But in other ways, taste can be extremely subjective. Certain types of health conditions can impair your sense of taste, as can your mood, along with plenty of other environmental and genetic factors. For example, some people are more sensitive to bitter tastes, making foods that are particularly bitter less palatable. And this is often because of their genetics. Some folks who are more sensitive to bitter flavors, often dubbed super tasters, have a gene named TAS2R38, which <laughs> heightens their perception of bitterness. I don't know why I felt the need to give everyone that exact gene, but now you know, you can ask <laughs> your doctors. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that all makes sense. Cause like if we didn't have that variation, we'd probably just all enjoy the same foods. Exactly. Plus your taste buds also change when you get older. Most significantly evidence shows that the number of taste buds we have decreases as we age and the ones that do stick around shrink in size, all of which can affect our ability to detect the five tastes and can alter our perception of food. The way we perceive food can change even by the day. A 2015 study in the journal Appetite analyzed the effect of mood on various tastes by collecting data from 550 people who attended a men's hockey team season, which encompassed four wins, three losses, and one tie. Pretty uh, good season. Yeah, pretty decent. So the analysis showed that... (laughs) I'm such a big hockey fan. Um, (laughs) Not at all. Okay. Anyways, analyses showed that positive emotions during the game were associated with heightened sweet perceptions and diminished sour intensities. On the other hand, negative emotions were associated with spiked sour perceptions and decreased sweet sensations. That's wild. Like, I can't believe infected taste. Um, So, like, for example, does that mean ice cream might actually be more delicious during a perfect summer outing? Yes, exactly. Wow. also still pretty great when you're eating it during a crappy night at home. Oh, yeah. Honestly, that can't be beat. (laughs) Right. Agreed. So, on top of all this subjectivity, taste is just one component of what's known as flavor, which is an incredibly complex mixture of what the tongue literally tastes, what the nose smells, things like texture, and how all of that comes together to determine our perception. Okay. So, food flavor is pretty much just incredibly complicated. Yeah, Um, exactly. Yeah. So with all that in mind, is there any way to even guess if the way stuff tastes has changed over the decades? Well, one thing we do know is that the way we produce and consume foods has changed a lot over the past half century, and that itself can definitely affect taste. Perhaps the best example is the tomato. They're incredibly popular and are often considered the highest value vegetable crop worldwide. A tomato's flavor is determined by sugars and acids, which activate our taste receptors, and a set of volatile compounds, which trigger our smell receptors. The combination of the two creates the unique flavor that makes a perfect fresh pasta sauce or a delectable BLT. Okay, cool. And volatile compounds are just like 
airborne gaseous molecules that we can smell, right? Yes, exactly. Like okay. anything from like body odor to freshly baked cookies. Nice. Wow. Two ends of the spectrum there. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, some good descriptors there. Um, <laughs> over the years, food scientists have realized the importance of those volatile compounds, in particular in making tomatoes taste so great. Today, tomatoes are bred to travel long distances without getting bruised and sit in storage without going bad. According to a 2017 study published in the journal Science, this genetic shift has led to a significant drop in the volatile compounds that contribute to a tomato's aroma, which means we're getting a less tasty product. So if your grandparents or even parents say tomatoes just don't taste like they used to, they probably have a point. Yeah, that's wild that there is like tangible proof of a food that has changed flavor. Yeah. And while the tomato has gotten a lot of attention, there are a number of other crops that have been bred similarly to accommodate for the demands of modern agriculture, which means that they've likely also lost some of their flavor they once had. It makes sense that Shipping produce all over the country means a slightly different experience from back in the day when humans all ate pretty locally. Yeah, there are actually a number of other modern day conveniences that may have shifted the flavors of food too. As the 2017 science study points out, even refrigeration can alter the volatile content of produce, resulting in a lower quality perception of the product. In a similar light, leftovers also taste different, sometimes better, oh. mm -hmm, as anyone who loves a slice of cold breakfast pizza knows. Indeed. Same. Big fan. <laughs> Because ingredients have had time to sit together, which slows chemical reactions and mellows out some flavors. Conversely, microwaving leftovers often quickly enhances some food flavors because of the change in temperature. Because flavor and taste have such a strong subjective quality, the nostalgic element of food also tr simply cannot be ignored. <laughs> My sister, mom, and I have attempted countless times to make my grandmother's lemon bread, which, oh my God, so good, which mm. we would devour every year around the holidays during my childhood. We always get compliments on it when we make it, but to us, it tastes nothing like the real thing. It could be nostalgia. Science would tell me that, but <laughs> personally, I'm also convinced that she literally doubled the amount of lemon syrup. <laughs> That could totally be the case. Like, we have similar recipes in our family, like, with something called gooey cake and Ooh, my grandma's version of, as she calls it apple slices. I guess it's kind of like apple pie, but like on a sheet pan. But, mm. but yeah, it's like, you can't make it like grandma makes it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, thanks for tackling this one, Claire. My pleasure. And we'll see you soon for season three. Ask Us Anything is a popular science podcast. We're available on all major podcast platforms, so subscribe wherever you're listening now. And if you like what you hear, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps new friends find the show. Ask Us Anything is written, researched, and produced by all of our hosts. Audio production, engineering, and mixing is done by me, Jess Bodie. Big thanks to Grace Wade and Lauren Leffer for keeping our facts straight, Katie Belloff for designing our logo, and Billy Cadden for making our theme music. If you'd like to submit a question to ask us anything, shoot us an email at ask at popsci.com. Thanks for listening.